Cryptozoology is, by its very nature, elusive. Thus, we cannot say that we are exactly bringing you the facts. But we will do our best to help you see these mythical legends as we do. So sit back, relax, and wait. What's that behind you? <laughs> Never mind. Enjoy the show! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Cryptids on Cryptids. I'm Martin. I'm Sid. And what are we talking about this week, Sid? We got a spooky boy this week, and I do not say boy. that lightly. <laughs> oh. I do not. Uh, Wait, we have... can I ask how heavily you say it? Pretty darn. Like 10 pounds? Eh, I'd give it 20. 20? 20. 20. Like a little bit of a workout. A little bit of a workout on this one. I see. Uh, Quick aside... My oh. mom did fuck up earlier today and bought a 20-pound bone-in pork shoulder, and I think this is roughly about the same weight. Uh, the same weight. <laughs> the so same it's not, weight. It's not, like, crushingly heavy. But it no. Is, it is a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a lift. It's a commitment. Gotta give it some oomph. Gotta put some, gotta put some love into this one. Uh, we oh, have the no Wendigo key. this week. Oh. There's a few pronunciations of Wendigo. Uh, the one I'm choosing to use is Wendigo. I think you had a different one, Marty, you were using. Uh, yeah, the Wendigo, but that was influenced by Supernatural, so I wouldn't take it at face value. There are. That few... was the first time that I heard about this, was Supernatural. Yeah. I, this is kind of embarrassing, I have never seen Supernatural. That's okay. <laughs> I've never seen it. Sid, that's okay. <laughs> Supernatural <laughs> was a very overrated show. I'm sure I'm pissing a couple people off when I say that. But I shit, was it not the best show? And it went on for way too long. If you ever decide to watch Supernatural, watch until season five and then stop. <laughs> Just stop. Just don't yeah, continue. Stop. Yeah, no, nothing after that is really worth watching. Except for season six, there's a lot of dick jokes and it's very funny. Um, because they named a character Dick, and he was a politician, and they made a lot of fun of him. Um, good. Good. I feel like that's valid. <laughs> I feel like that's good and valid. Uh, but other than that, there, you know, it's fun. Yeah, I I watched a lot of Sherlock, but I couldn't. I did Supernatural was a little. It was scary. <laughs> it's it's only scary for the first two seasons, and then it's it's really not. Yeah, that's what that's what I was told. But uh, when I was I was in I think I was younger. I was in like middle school. A lot of my friends watched it, and they were super encouraging me to watch it. And in middle school, it was a miracle I could make it through like most Disney movies. I'm gonna level with you, Chief. <laughs> uh, oh no, it's kind of embarrassing. But I am weak shit. Unironically, I have a lot of emotions, and I will display them all the time. So I would just cry in movies. And then they showed me Supernatural. Like, I barely made it through Sherlock in one piece. Oh, it it oh was no. it was rough. And I read the books. Like, I read the books. I knew what happened. I just, they showed a gunshot on TV and I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah. 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 But, so, 
uh, but I can do it now, which is why I got through the research of the Wendigo in One Piece. Those... Is, it, is it real spooky? Yeah, actually. So I think a I lot of that. it is that um, it's fairly close to home for me, I guess, uh, since I spend a lot of time in the Great Lakes region of Canada. Uh, I go up there and I spend a lot of my summer times up there because it's it's colder and yeah. I do not do heat well at all. I be- okay, I be- I believe that um, this originates. I know a little bit about the Wendigo because it fascinates me, um, but I believe it originated with the Algonquin tribe. And to give you guys a little bit of a frame of reference about where that is, uh, I spend my summers about an hour away from a town called Ogonquit, which is named after this tribe. Um, <laughs> You're correct. Uh, yeah. Because that was their land um, up there. And that's where the Wendingas supposedly like to hang out. And guess who just spends a lot of time pretty much alone in the woods up there. Hmm, it's me, your boy. So yeah, Ooh. the Wendigo terrifies the shit out of me. And um, every night that I spend camping in the woods, I do think about this thing. I think I'm about to make that worse, and I do kind of feel bad about this now. That's uh, okay. That's... I I Buckle carry many up. knives with me in the woods. It's fine. I figured you do, but still. Uh, so... <laughs> The Wendigo has the location, yeah, like you mentioned, up in the northern forests of Nova Scotia, east coast of Canada, Great Lakes region of Canada, and also, for some reason, Wisconsin. And only Wisconsin. Um, Interesting. Is it like that, uh, like, Wisconsin's the one that kind of, it's like next to Michigan? Yeah, it's next to the UP. Yeah, it's got the UP on it. Yeah. Uh, so, it's, it's just because it's kind of up there, well. I guess. Yeah, just kind of in the north regions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were right. Uh, we're going to get to that, I think, a little more in the history section. Uh, it was a part of oh, the okay, traditional cool. belief system of a number of the Algonquin-speaking people. Uh, I think there's Ooh. five tribes in specifics who I will probably butcher the pronunciation. I'm sorry. I'm trying my best. But uh, we're going to touch on the description before we hit that history. Uh, oh, yes. I want everyone to know what i'm thinking about in the middle of the woods every time tell me what you think and then i'm gonna go through and give you the original description that i found online okay so i i actually don't know the modern description i'm gonna be honest because Mm -hmm. i know that there's a lot of depictions of this thing in like popular culture and like video games and stuff like that but the description that i've always been told yeah uh so the description is like it's very humanoid except it's um stretched out a little bit to <laughs> in a sense um okay. it's got like longer arms longer legs uh a very like hollow and gaunt figure um it's got uh claws on its fingers and um just like very vacant eyes it's very humanoid um it's just very tall and very scary yeah you're right uh we're about to get into why it's tall why is it tall you're correct in that this thing the original description is that it's gaunt to the point of emaciation with bones that sort of poke out in all sorts of different uh weird ways where it's not quite like when I say gone to the point of emaciation, I'm talking like sinew thin, like ridiculously thin with an ashy gray complexion 
deep set socketed eyes and lips that are tattered and bloody with sharper teeth. Uh, oh, yeah, I did forget the sharp teeth. That's that's definitely key. It's a key mention because they actively feed on people. And what happens is oh. when they eat someone, they grow proportionally. So as they feed, they're still gaunt. They just get taller, which is why they oh. have that sort of like broken, almost jigsaw-like appearance in the fact that the arms and legs are a little longer. Because uh, when they feed, they don't get thicker. They just get taller. And sort That's... of scale, which means that the more these hmm. things eat, the bigger they get. So hypothetically, you could get things that are at least double or triple your size if they have eaten a lot. Jesus. Which is why a lot of depictions of them show them almost as big as the trees. And that they sort of like lurk almost. And the fact that they can stand still uh, appearing almost as tree-like figures just waiting. Ah, I okay, Sid. Yeah, that makes it worse, doesn't it? I do it not. does make it much worse that they're yeah. very much taller than me. They're um, very big. I'm gonna have to start bringing a sword into the woods, which is, as we all know, just a big knife. Um, See, I was gonna suggest an axe. Oh, because they're tree like. Because they're tree like. Yeah. I maybe sure. Yeah, I'll bring an axe. The idea of you with an axe. I mean, axe, I usually though, do because I need to cut wood. Does scare me, <laughs> at least a little. What, an ax, an, a man with an axe running around in the woods? Screaming. Is that image is that image creepy? A little bit, yeah. Worse than the Wendigo or about the same? No. Wendigo's worse. Oh. Wendigo's worse. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Wendigo's fair. worse. I can see the man with the axe. I don't think I could. I have very bad eyes. I don't think I could see this thing. Isn't that, like, part of their lore is that they're, like, very good at hunting? Yes. Yes. Like, they uh, can be very quiet, and I think part of it is also they can imitate the voices of people? I haven't heard that they can imitate the voices, but they are probably our most successful cryptid monster creature in the fact that uh, there are really no sightings because they don't fail if they're hunting oh yeah 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 That's okay yeah that very much like the tizaruk yeah yeah you there really aren't many many sightings of this thing most of the sightings we're going to talk about are uh depictions in pop culture uh with a few um more historical uh things i guess would be a better way yeah. to put it as far as modern sightings go uh, they're a bit few and far between, but okay. with the history, uh, which we're going to hop into. Yeah, I was about to say, let's get into it. I, yeah. I want to know the history of these guys because they, they're such a fascinating creature to me. And I know a little bit, like I know passing knowledge. Um, but beyond that, I none, nothing. I had a blast with this one. Like usually I always mention that I have like a really good time researching. But <laughs> as someone... <laughs> who absolutely loves folklore and is a fairly large literature nerd. This was yeah. great. This was so cool. So we're going to you're a nerd. I such a like unconvincing laugh. Uh, no, I just you're I had like, a uh, <laughs> It's 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 resignation at this point. Oh, no. It's resignation. I 
wear contacts most days. Uh, fun fact, I have very bad eyes, so I either... I, I usually wear contacts when I wake up because my glasses are incredibly thick. And when I say thick, I mean full-on bottle cap lenses. Like, it's embarrassing. And uh, I was meeting somebody early in the morning, and they came over, and I hadn't quite put my contacts in, and I still had my glasses on. And they looked at me, and they just went, holy shit, you're a nerd. And I was like, yep. oh, <laughs> yeah, but, like, please believe me. I could be cool. I have the potential to be cool. I just. Hey, I'm cool. I'm cool. I can skateboard. Sid, that's something a nerd would say. Is it? Not to, oh, not to at you again. God damn it. God, I'm going to figure out how to be cool at some point. I don't know what hey, I have hey to guys, do. Hey, guys, I'm cool. <laughs> I can skateboard. I can do a, a skateboard trick. I can't do any skateboard tricks. I can skateboard, it, and that's it. Okay, well, you got to learn skateboard tricks. That's the only way to become... Look, I learned a skateboard trick, and I immediately, like, you know, lost, like, ten brain cells. Uh, it might have been because... <laughs> practicing the trick i did land on my head quite a bit oh no (laughs) i don't think i don't think cool causes you to lose brain cells i think it's a joke guys don't worry i i'm not dumb (laughs) well i am but it's not related to skateboarding (laughs) or hitting my head hopefully i did play football so that it's a concern oh no (laughs) i was afraid you were gonna mention that i was like oh no Oh, don't mention that bit. That's going to hit a little close to home, I feel like. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, let's get on to the history of the Wendigo. <laughs> as much as I'm getting distracted by the sound waves, I am really fixated on this thing. On learning about I wanna this thing? Know. Yeah. I want to know about this. This. It feels wrong to say guy. I don't know why, but it sounds like a murder machine pretty much well they were human at one point so i guess i guess so i guess so we're gonna get on with a little bit of that you you are right when you said earlier that uh this this creature the wendigo it was a part of the traditional belief system of a number of algonquin speaking people the ojibwe i think the salto the cree the nascopi and the inu uh descriptions kind of vary in what this thing looks like exactly as far as sometimes it's given horns uh sometimes uh sharper teeth claws things like that main main like carryover thing is the gaunt appearance and the fact that it is actively malevolent and cannibalistic okay yeah we we knew about that right we know about that like that it it does eat people and it does eat them yes for fun uh, and to be tall well Y- yes and also <laughs> yes and also no uh they are they kind of do it in order to so there's there's two different like interpretations i guess of this is the okay. first is that they eat people and we know that they do that uh the second is that they will actively attempt to get humans to eat people to transform them into wendigos as well uh that's also a thing so hmm. there's like I'm just wondering if like Yeah. To what extent are you like does eating people turn you into a windingo? 
right? I because if you get like I don't know if this is even a thing you can do, but if you got like a stomach transplant, right? You got a stomach from someone else. I don't think that the stomach counts. is constantly eating part of its inner lining. I I don't think that counts. Is that eating people? I don't think that counts. If you accidentally bite off a chunk of your tongue, are you a Wendigo? No, because that's... I don't... A Wendigo? I should start trying to say the proper one and not the supernatural one. Well, there's, there's multiple pronunciations of it. I'm just using the one that was the first one that came up. So it's there's there's a bunch of those. I I'm not sure I want to get into the semantics of cannibalism. Because I did actually a bite off a chunk of my tongue. I ever There's... thought I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually bitten off a chunk of my tongue. Also, one time I was uh, very young and skiing, mm-hmm. and I decided to uh, lick a metal pole, and then my tongue got stuck to it, and then oh. I panicked and I ripped it off, and now oh. I have a huge scar in the middle of my tongue. Oh uh, my god! Because a chunk of my tongue stayed on that metal pole. Every time we hear stories of little you, I get like active chills. <laughs> I do not understand. I don't. I don't. I'm I don't. Sorry. I, yeah. Oh. Uh, oh my a god. Little me was a menace and a fool. <laughs> no, he just had no self-preservation instincts, which makes me <laughs> yeah, concerned for big not. you. Uh, big me has realized the mistakes of little me. You want to go into the woods with knives and fight things. Just cryptids. That's valid. That's a good point. I wouldn't do that for this one, though. I really wouldn't. I mean, I might not have a choice. Don't do <laughs> that's, this to me. That's my only concern. Well, is that if I'm in the woods of Maine and there's a Wendigo there, it sounds like either I'm killing it or it's killing me, and that's the only way out of it. That may be. Uh, however, you don't go up in the winter. Usually you're a summer boy, yeah? Uh, yeah. No, I was... I go up in the winter as well. I don't camp in the winter as much. Yeah, that's the main thing, is that you're not actively outside in the winter. Because a lot of the associations with these boys are... Is during the winter. The northern areas, a lot of coldness, uh, famine, and starvation. So, like, any sort of area where people are starving or not having the proper amount of resources and it's cold that's like prime windigo habitat yeah now uh the windigo sort of came into creation i guess is was it was originally presented as a myth for encouraging cooperation and moderation uh in like in tribes as oh, far as cool. like uh people were told like almost horror stories i guess of human windigos and being like this is why you have to like work together and get enough food for the winter and this is why you have to be careful about how much you eat and that you share like things like that it was very heavily emphasized Uh, i'm glad to know that the uh the wendigo is also a socialist (laughs) (laughs) oh because yeah it is a very common metaphor like in literature for greed yeah yeah uh, especially it was used uh, to describe manifest destiny was seen as being Wendigo motivated due to the constant want for like more land and resources, which was seen as a form of land cannibalization. Interesting. Yeah. So a lot of there's like uh, 
descriptions from native tribes at the time describing how uh manifest destiny sort of happened being like this is a culture possessed by wendigos uh, there's a want for more and it's never enough and that's actually something that like would make a lot of sense given the lore of this thing like particularly what we just talked about right yeah yeah like that they try to create other wendigos yeah and so, like, taking land and causing famine like that was definitely would something. potentially create more Wendigos. Definitely, because if you have to consider how Manifest Destiny works, raising was a thing. Uh, when I say raising, yeah. R-A-Z-E, burning of crops. So yeah, it was something that was seen as, like, yeah, this was definitely a Wendigo-motivated sort of thing. And this also extends to the idea of patterns of dominance uh like cultures considering themselves quote-unquote larger and taking over smaller cultures uh, which is commonly known as social cannibalization that was also seen as being wendigo motivated so like that's interesting although the the one thing i don't like about that is it mm. does kind of take the onus and the like fault i guess of condemning you know smaller cultures it takes that away from the people who actively made that decision. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But it was still seen as, like... Because uh, a Wendigo... But it's a cool theory. It's a cool theory. I, I enjoy it a lot. No, because it, it was used as a, as a metaphor, I guess, is a better yeah. thing. Where it's, yeah. like, that's, that person is a beast at this point. They have succumbed to the temptations of, like, the Wendigo sort of mentality. And yeah. it's caused them to be social cannibals. I, uh, I feel like that was actually... Is about, a, big part of the correct me if i'm wrong on anything it's a i say because i feel like it's a big part of the lore of it's a big part of the lore you're right you're right like um no i was gonna say something but then mm, i go, completely go, go, blanked go, go. on what it was no i completely blanked on what it was i'm so sorry we'll keep going if you think of it again bring us <laughs> yeah, back sure. bring us back yeah i'll uh, bring us back so the patterns of dominance, social cannibalization was a thing. Because a uh, direct quote from uh, Lockhart, of, uh, Dr. Lockhart, I think, of ASU, is that the Wendigo was seen as something that would go and sort of like influence people to pursue greed, reckless consumption, and disregard for other life in pursuit of self-aggrandizement. Not aggrandizement interesting yeah which is incredibly uh, such a fascinating idea to think about because a lot of the times we talk about cryptids and the threat is mostly bodily if that makes sense yeah, a lizard man is that not they're just gonna eat you or eat yeah. your car or punch you or you know cry on you or turn into slime yes uh, yeah those are not great that's not great it's not a mental threat yeah, Which this... I think the Wendigo really is the most successful cryptid because it's figured out how to come at you from every angle. Yes. It's very much something that was used as a, like a metaphor for everything that is bad about greed and like wanting more things than you should have. Which is such... I don't know. It's such a cool... I, such a cool concept idea, it's such a cool yeah. idea it's such a cool monster uh, i'm gonna call it a monster because it is actively like it hates you oh that's what i was gonna most say most of the is things you stand for <laughs> that's what i was gonna say was that i feel like it's a big part of the lore that like once you succumb to that kind of windingo 
like urges you are no longer like really a human yes but you are more a beast that's and and that's why like that's part of it is like the more human flesh they consume the less human they they become become. yes that is we mentioned earlier i think i gently touched upon the idea of a human wendigo that is why uh this was used i think so heavily as a metaphor because what would happen is wendigos would go to people and sort of like encourage this behavior this greed this reckless consumption all of this and as they would go and take more resources and cause suffering they would become less human and more wendigo so more beast than man and Mm. this was seen as something that was like if you caught them in that process you could stop it but if it went to the point where they weren't listening to you then they're too much of a beast at that point and you can do nothing yeah when they were like actively transformed actively transformed yeah and a lot of the times that wasn't a physical transformation it was sort of a mental one i'm going off of like they didn't change in body form but they changed in sort of the way they were acting and so they would be actively be ostracized and there was actually a form of ritual allow me to pull up a second document just so that i can check on this yeah but there was a uh there was a ceremonial dance, uh, a satirical ceremonial dance performed during times of famine to reinforce the seriousness of the Wendigo taboo. Interesting. So this was in the, uh, in among a few tribes, the Cree and the Ojibwe. I'm, I know that I'm, oh, uh, right. Chippewa. Yeah. Chippewa. Okay. That uh, up in those tribe, that sort of area, there was a few dances that were uh, used to like reinforce that this was a terrible, terrible thing. Uh, That's interesting. It involved wearing masks, dancing backwards around a drum. Uh, the last known Wendigo ceremony conducted in the United States was at Lake Wendigo of Star Island and Cass Lake, located within the Leech Lake Indian Reservation in northern Minnesota. Uh, do we know when this was? Uh, let me see if I can pull this up. I don't think I have a date. Oh, okay. But it does say that, yeah, no, I'm missing the, I'm missing the date, but I do know that that is apparently when the last known ceremony was conducted. Yeah. I'm not Uh, saying that, you know, good old Jeffrey Bezos eats people. But he is rather tall. Yeah. Maybe he's more akin to a dragon. I don't know. He's hoarding wealth. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. He's like a dragon, but but shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Some dragons don't hoard wealth, you know. They do have brass dragons that instead hoard stories, which... I guess you know, is that's relatable. Dope. You know yeah, that's what? relatable. That's relatable. I Fuck too yeah, will <laughs> forego wealth in terms of a fucking good ass joke. Like <laughs> I honestly I think every library should have their own dragon. That'd be really cute. That would be cute. That would be Someone so draw cute. That. So... I don't have time or the mental fortitude to do this right now. That'd be but so please cute. Please someone draw that. I love a library dragon. I me too. I understand I love, that. Love that. I know that dragons are supposed to be scary and that I'm supposed to be afraid of them, but I don't play in D&D. I'm the DM and I can do what I want. And I think dragons are cute. 
I think dragons are very cool. Sorry to my players. Maybe we'll do an episode on dragons sometime. Can we? Oh, that'd be I great. Don't, I don't know that they're necessarily a cryptid, but they are one of the most extensive uh, pieces of folklore across the world. And I think that's something that we definitely need to talk about at some point. Yeah, because you could break a dragon episode down into the individuals because uh, things that get lumped into the larger category of dragon may not Oh, yeah, like wyverns be. and all that. You get wyverns, you get long dragons, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... But, okay. Back, to our, back really... to our boy at hand. Yes. You had a question. Um, well, I... Is there any more that we want to go into on the history? Because there are some... A lot of interesting... I guess more modern interpretations and I guess sightings and stuff that I really want to get into. Yeah. I was about to pop us into there. Cause I just, that was awesome. all I had for history. So I was going to pop you guys into sightings. Good now, stuff. Here's the bit where I say a lot of the sightings we have are not necessarily people seeing a Wendigo in real life, because usually when that happens, they don't come back. Uh, yeah. I don't think we should get yeah, into sightings right now, but I really want to talk about the pop culture um, because um, in big, bold letters, you do have DuckTales Christmas Special. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> I sure do. What? I sure do. What uh, is this? Usually before the before we do a quick recording, I send uh, Marty a list of bullet points that go over a few things that I'm probably <laughs> going to touch on in this episode so he knows kind of where we're going. Yeah. Uh, and so I went, into, I went into some quick research and I found out that there aren't a lot of sightings because the Wendigo is our probably most successful uh, cryptid in the fact that no one really comes back alive. Uh, yeah. Or like sound. So we're instead going into pop culture sightings, which is like where you can find the Wendigo in media. Uh, and so we are going to touch on the first non-native use of the Wendigo, which was Blackwood short story, the Wendigo in 1910, uh, more common known uh, sort of depictions of it include uh, Stephen, Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Uh, a few comic books have used the Wendigo. There are TV series. You mentioned Supernatural. Uh, yeah. The wildest one I feel like I should mention is the DuckTales Christmas special. The DuckTales uh, Christmas special. Because a lot of mm. these are like... like in a Yeah, Marvel a lot of comics, these are like horror-centric, like gritty, right? Yeah, or like, the Wendigo mm. is... A very, the very comic. intense and real threat. Yeah, uh, the comics, they're like a villain, right? Like, uh, I, I, I've yeah. heard a little bit about that. Um, Stephen King, Pet Cemetery, obviously, spooky book. Uh, yeah. Go give it a read if you haven't. It's great. Um, but DuckTales Christmas Duck special? DuckTales Christmas special. Uh, because it was in... A Wendigo appears in the DuckTales Christmas special Last Christmas, in which the creatures are described as poor souls turned into monsters by obsession and desperation. In yeah. Well, I think now that you mention it like that, it does kind of fit into the theme of... Wait, DuckTales is the one with the big duck that's very rich, right? No, DuckTales is Huey Dewey Louie. Yeah, and they got the grandfather that's very rich. He's got a swimming pool. Well, technically, he's, he's an uncle. But yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The uncle, Scrooge yes. McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge yes, McDuck. thank you. Okay, do you ever think about that like swimming pool full of coins? And the fact that jumping into it, you just tank a hit. Yeah, yeah a lot, actually. It would suck. 
It would suck a lot. And also, why is it coins? I feel like coins would hurt a lot more than bills. I feel like neither one of them would be super great to swim in. Money's grimy, dude. Money is really grimy. Money's grimy. I, like, I don't carry cash on me. I'm a card person, but, like, just yeah, because no, I actually, think money's gross. <laughs> actually, that's one of the things I'm very surprised with this whole COVID thing is that um, we found that uh, bills are one of the biggest vectors of disease in this country. Yeah. And yet literally nothing, like, places still take cash. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Gross. Like if we They're use like, coins. hey, do you want your change? And I'm like, <laughs> no. Pennies are great because like, copper is like actually uh, very good at disinfecting. You c- plus like I can take a coin. Like if I get a coin, I can like Clorox a coin. You know? Yeah. I can even wipe a coin down with a little Clorox wipe, and I'm good to go. You can launder I, money. I don't. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good joke. Thank you. It's a very fucking good joke. For legal reasons, it is a joke. Uh, <laughs> hey, that that makes it more suspicious. It does make it more suspicious, but you know that I have 100% put my jeans through the wash with, like, money in it. Cause yeah, no, if you're wondering how to put, like, clean bills and you want to put them in the laundry because they're pretty much just cotton... Um, you can't actually do this, but you have to put your whole wallet in there. That's a fact. You have to put your whole wallet in there, and it'll be fine. I have a your leather wallet. wallet. Is that yeah. a good idea? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I cannot stress enough how much you should never take my advice on anything. Please do not. Sometimes, like Your advice works well for me in some aspects, but I feel like this is one that I would do and it would just be dumb. <laughs> it would just be bad. I'm going to be honest. It's about 50-50. Like, you're, you're taking a risk when you take my advice because sometimes it is absolute bullshit. And sometimes it's genuine advice. I will not tell you which, generally. Oh, God. I feel like there's a sense of of, of terror I think in asking anyone for advice because you have just asked them a question and bared part of your soul to them and they could just fuck with you I do that a lot I, I have asked your advice before and you have told me things and sometimes it works out really well sometimes I have to check a second source <laughs> yeah if you think hmm, maybe I should ask someone else about this probably do probably, probably do. do probably do don't put your wallet in the laundry. Don't do that. <laughs> oh my god. No, I mentioned this. Um anyway, back to DuckTales. Back to DuckTales. And the Wendigo that's the apparently Wendigo. in there. Yeah. That's it. Okay, I want to mention this cuz I put DuckTales Christmas special in all caps so I could come back to this. So, the Wendigo is seen in a lot of horror games, right? You see it in like Until Dawn, you see it mm-hmm. in Dusk, you see it in like a bunch of TV series that I would consider a little bit more like aggressive. Yeah, like, you see it in like, you see it in Hannibal, which like see it in Hannibal, I guess. Yikes! Uh, also, Teen Wolf. Uh, oh, I've never Teen seen Wolf for Teen sure. Wolf. Maybe Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't remember. Blood ties, charmed, grim. Uh, dark was the night and ravenous. I have seen 
none of these. Uh, <laughs> I just know that they are TV shows and they exist. But I'm mentioning this because I do watch a lot of cartoons. And I have yeah. seen I have seen DuckTales. And I remember seeing this and it was kind of like a one-off, I guess, in that it was in the Christmas special and it was described as like sort of it was again used as that metaphor for like you need to cooperate you need to share yeah another fun place that this appeared was that wendigos appeared under a sort of reskinned name as a windigo like w-i-n-d-i-g-o yeah in my little pony and i know this because i watched my little pony when i was little and i saw these and they were literally like a windigo is that the pun a windigo yeah like wind yeah a wind oh, a windigo okay. and the main thing was the writers on that show are off the shits <laughs> they're vibing <laughs> yeah good on them i guess and i mentioned i mentioned this yeah why were they there <laughs> They, they appear mostly in Christmas episodes or like holiday episodes oh, because they're there's used... There's a theme of these things coming around during Christmas. Because it's cold. If and they're cold, if you're cold, they're cold. Let them in. Don't. <laughs> do not. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> do not do that. They were reskinned a lot. Oh my God. No, wait. It is a Wendigo. They just pronounced it Wendigo, but it is spelled w-e-n-d-i-g-o windigo oh so they just it, it, they the just... multiple pronunciations are getting us again yeah okay so anyway they're a race of ghostly horse-like creatures because this is my little pony and they appear in the holiday like... episode right yeah okay here's the bit that i mention. so in this holiday episode for my little pony this is the point where i'm gonna have to admit that i watched this show a lot when i was little I yeah I, I have absolutely zero context. I know that there's a blue horse. Yes. And that's it. That's all you know. It's it, yeah. It's used in some gay representation, I guess. I don't know if that's actually a fact, but it does have rainbows on it. So yeah. Oh my god. I'm not outing myself on this podcast. We're gonna continue. Uh- <laughs> Okay. As a fan of My Little Pony, or... As a fan of My Little Pony. (laughs) I watched it a lot when I was little, so I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. That's Rainbow Dash. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense of why it has rainbows on it. We're moving on. (laughs) We're moving on. We're moving on. Anyway. Main thing I want to mention is that these guys show up in the Christmas episode, and I'm realizing now that this was probably a little bit more intense than what I thought it was at the time. So, okay. anyway, they're pr- like it shows up in this play. So they're giving this play, and it's called Hearth's Warming Eve, and they explain that each, like, all the ponies didn't get along because there were unicorn pegasi and earth ponies, and they didn't like each other, so they all lived in separate, like, um, houses, I guess? Mm-hmm. And long story short... The winter came and they didn't have enough food to make it through the winter and none of them wanted to get together into like a group so they could consolidate their food and like have a chance at surviving. So they just all lived in their separate houses actively starving while the Wendigos closed in because they feed off of fighting and hatred. Uh, I think they just feed off of uh, you're about to be another Wendigo and they're uh, welcoming you to the party. 
Yeah, and I'm realizing a human now, flesh party. This it's literal starvation. Like yeah, it was. And it's only a little on, darker than you. That's would a expect. little darker than I thought. My Little Pony. Shit. <laughs> like. <laughs> Did the ah. Wendigos close in on the Huey, Dewey, and Louie? They do. Like, there's an oh. active thing where the people are stuck in cult, like in cartoons, children's cartoons, where they're stuck in areas actively, like, hungry and cold, and there's no escape, and the Wendigos close in. Wow. Because they're not cooperating. And then they most of the time they get out of it through the power of friendship because these are these are these are meant for children. These are children's cartoons, these yes. Children's cartoons and people need to live. Uh yeah. major yeah, character you can't just death kill isn't all major characters. Yeah. <laughs> but like through starvation or <laughs> a <laughs> mythical creature coming to murder you. Yeah. I'm looking up the Okay, yeah. No, the DuckTales Wendigo. Yeah. The Ghost of Christmas Pass have become a Wendigo. Okay, so, I'm I'm going to go look up this thing and probably tweet it out. Yeah. Uh, Because I really want to know what it looked like in the fucking... In what? DuckTales. In DuckTales, it, it's... I want to know how they made it look. And both Is times, it a duck? Nope. It's a monster. It's got teeth. And also horns. <laughs> and glowing green eyes. Oh my god. It yeah, really does. It really does. It's jacked as fuck, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I really wow, do one of the homeboy ducks like is a Dorito. Actively. Yeah. Wow, Scrooge McDuck just pile drivers this <laughs> Only thing stronger than a Wendigo. Oh no. Please don't fight Wendigos. Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> who apparently went to the WWE school of fighting cryptids. I went to the knife school. I went to the WWE school. <laughs> oh my god. No, but these are, again, like these show up in children's cartoons because the original, like, use of a wendigo was used in stories explaining why you should encourage cooperation and moderation yeah. so it makes sense that they show it up it does make sense like thematically yes just the bit where there's like cannibals is a little much <laughs> and also that it actively wants to eat you and wants like the fact that this thing wants you whacked so bad <laughs> is the only thing that gives me pause on why they continue to include it in, yeah. in shows milk for children it definitely seems like i don't know adult material yeah yeah i don't know because i i had forgotten about the wendigos because i remember seeing like a whole bunch of cartoon episodes about them when i was little and mm -hmm. then in reading this i was like oh wait oh wait oh <laughs> wait it's one of the it's it's fridge horror like you think yeah. about it for a second and it's like oh my god yeah no that makes sense like yeah. the inclusion of these in all the media they appear makes sense but just the fact that this is such a multi-purpose monster that has so many terrifying implications is a lot to unpack well i'm gonna have to mute that i accidentally just bonked my microphone oh no
Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Uh-oh. You bonk filtered your mic. Yeah, I accidentally... I was just uh, tweeting out uh, how interesting this screen cap of this episode is. Yeah. Uh, if you're wondering, I think it's season two, episode six of uh, DuckTales. It's last he, Christmas, yeah. Yeah. And he does... Um, does pile drive a, a Wendigo? A yep. Wendigo. A Wendigo. There's so many names. Wendigo, Wendigo, Wendigo. Yep. Yeah. Lots of names. No, it shows up. Okay, now I do want to ask: Are there any? Are there any sightings? Yes, and also no. Uh, so yes, there are sightings. No one has lived. No. Oh no. <laughs> you know what? I asked. <laughs> you I asked, sure, didn't I? You sure did. Uh, I'm not gonna get into details. Okay. Uh, as far as a lot of these sort of get into territory that's a little bit more uncomfy than I feel like we should get into on the podcast, but there are recordings of people who get possessed by the wendigo spirit after being in a situation of needing food and having no other choice besides cannibalism and those are the sightings is Mm. when that occurs and uh it sort of happened i'm gonna briefly mention this uh it's it's something called wendigo psychosis is what it's called um yeah it's it's not great no. in a lot of in a lot of uh, spaces but most of the sightings do tend to include something that's a little bit more akin to that uh because it's usually what happens is there aren't necessarily a sighting but something more akin to possession uh as far as as far as people being possessed by like a spirit of a wendigo yes or not like a spirit of the wendigo but part of this thing's power powers i guess abilities abilities is that it can possess you like that's a thing that can happen hmm i hmm hmm did i oh i don't think i mentioned that when i talked about the description yeah that's a big part of this boy is that uh the human wendigo thing happens because it possesses you encourages you to do it and then just kind of leaves you on that trail interesting yeah yeah um it's it's a lot doing the research on this was was intensive just because people have people think that they see the wendigo is what happens is you get people Mm. who kind of talk about seeing it but the big sightings the sightings it's where it's like the most evidence are of things where there's like active active cannibalism Ah. Uh, so I do I do hesitate to talk about that because uh, I know <sighs> that there are some stories um, yeah like of the Windingo and w- one of the things like like I wanted to ask about it without trying to get into like this kind of I knew that the Windigo psychosis thing existed yeah but it honestly it's like a real, it's, it's quote unquote, a, real like medical real, thing. Yeah. 
but instead... it's a real medical thing in the same way that like hysteria is yeah it's um, not pretty yeah it's not it's not great and it's used to justify a lot of horrid things but i wanted to get into some more of the stories and if I, if you don't have one i I've, i do have one from someone i know i've got one okay i've got why one. don't you share that with i me? just felt like we would touch on that so people kind of understood that this thing isn't really something yeah that, yeah but I wanted to mention this because you mentioned it earlier. And at first I was like, I'm unsure if that's in the power thing, but then I'm realizing that you mentioned the bit of mimicking human voices. Yes. That is a thing. Yeah. It's and not a pursuit how predator. People know that they've had close encounters with it. Yes. Because what happens is if there is one person alone in the woods, it uses the voice mimic thing. If there are a group of people, it instead uses the possession. So mm. what happens is it will imitate voices, isolate people into the wilderness, and then eat them. So the Algonquin people uh, said that during the turn of the 20th century, a large number of their people just sort of went missing. And they attributed this series of disappearances to the Wendigo, calling him the spirit of lonely places. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So there are, I guess there's like two interpretate or two like descriptions of the Wendigo. Uh, the first being the one that we've spent most of the episode talking about. And the second one is the one that we just mentioned, the spirit of lonely places, which mm. is sort of a creature that, does does go after people but does like a more of a roundabout way of doing it instead of like actively sort of getting in their face uh yeah. instead and just straight up murdering them. yeah instead uh hiding and sort of luring I'd, yeah. I'd love to hear your story though if you have like a story from somebody i, I really want to hear that yeah this is a um <clears throat> a story from a a person that i um knew up in maine and they you know they worked up um in some uh, state parks and national parks up there and yeah. they uh spent one of their summers in um the allagash wilderness um which is very northern maine um and i've been there i've actually shared a story from there early on this podcast um because it's very spooky um the it's like one of the most isolated places in the u.s um at least on the East Coast, and it's uh, horrifying. Anyway, this guy um, had to uh, spend some time up in a cabin um, by himself uh, for a couple of days while wait waiting for the rest of a like uh, work team. Yeah. Uh, to come up and help him with some uh, trail maintenance that they were doing over the winter, um, and so he. Uh, was staying there and he brought his um, two dogs with him for uh, a company. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't want to share this guy's name because uh, I, I don't want to like, you know, give him a fake name. Give him a fake yeah. Name. I was, I was going to call, let's call him Sam. Okay. Um, Sam. Anyway, Sam brought his two dogs up and he told me this story of when he, it was, it was like the f first or second night that he was there yeah his uh dogs were like scratching there was a big like windowed 
a back door, right? Like a sliding glass door. Ooh, um, a murder door. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, at the back of this cabin, and his dogs were like uh, scratching at it, and he was like, "Oh, they probably just want to go outside." Um, and he let them outside. He had two two dogs. One was like a kind of like smaller black dog. Yeah. Um, it was like a little mutt. Um, and then the other was like a like uh, I think it was like a husky or something like that. He really liked huskies. <laughs> so I think this was like a husky puppy, and the other one was like a dog that he'd had in like that he'd gotten in college. Yeah, just yeah, like a dog. Um, anyway, they're very cute dogs. I saw pictures. I, I'm a big fan. Good boys. Um, good boys. <laughs> good boys all around. Good boys. Um, anyway, the so the two dogs uh, he lets out, and the uh, smaller dog uh, just like bolts into the woods. Um, oh, and uh, the husky just instead of like following and like going to like go pee or whatever the fuck um just like stood in front of him and started like growling and like um like just like barking getting defensive yeah Yeah, like getting really defensive oh and so um he immediately got concerned and started calling for his other dog to come back yeah and she didn't come back so he walked out into the woods and um started calling for it and uh heard the dog barking and he started to follow the barking um and then um the barking suddenly stopped Uh oh and he heard both his husky and the small dog Barking back at the cabin. No, no, no. Yep. Absolutely not. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, no. So that's spooky as all hell. And he uh, immediately ran back to the cabin to find both dogs uh, out on the porch, growling and barking into the darkness. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not. And then he uh, immediately uh, went inside, bolted the doors, and did not go outside until people were there the next morning. Good, 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 um, good. Yeah. Smart. Good. Yeah. Yeah, just very, oh. very good. Anyway, that he describes that as a uh, a close encounter with a Wendigo. No. No. Okay. Oh, I do not like that. I do not yeah. like that. Oh, so that's why God. I was asking about the like voice mimicry because I think that Yeah. 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 Ooh. Anyway, spooky as shit. Spooky as shit, and I feel like that's a great way to end this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just leave y'all with that to chew on. Good lord. Yeah, just uh if you hear voices out in the woods, don't don't go investigate them alone. Don't become the I'll protagonist say. of a bad horror movie. Stay inside. <laughs> Don't become a side character of a bad horror movie, is what I'll say. Don't be the cold open of a horror movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't. Stay home. <laughs> yep. Uh, stay home. Uh, double check your surroundings before you just start walking out into the woods. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> uh... um, yeah, but on a lighter note, uh, we do a stream every Thursday. <laughs> Stay inside. Watch the stream. Yeah, stay inside and watch, watch our streams stream. every Thursday night at 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. Um, I've also started doing a um, 
a uh, weekend stream. Um, this week I did mine on uh, Saturday from 8 to 10. Um, but I will keep you guys posted. I believe that I'm going to be continuing to do a Saturday stream. Um, and I might do some Sunday streams in there as well. And I'm, I'm just out there having fun on some Overwatch or playing some party games with people. Um, Hell yeah. It's good. It's good Hell time. Yeah. I might do... I looked at maybe doing a Minecraft grind stream, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Oh, awesome. I may just keep doing that. If you all <laughs> want to see me build another castle again, because I fucked up on the first one, uh, <laughs> I may stream that at some point. Uh, but yeah, we have that. Uh, if you want to find out when we're going live on streaming, uh, we have a Twitter. You can follow us there. It's at OnCryptids on Twitter. Uh, mm -hmm. you can see any tweets that we make during the episode because Marty tweets while we're recording of the cool, I the do, cool pictures, the cool pictures uh, of things. Yeah, I, I do. Um, so, uh, an another thing is, I don't think we mentioned this a lot. Um, but actually in the description of our episode, both on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube, uh, you can find links to all these things. Um, and it's really easy to just, uh, click there and, and go find us so, yeah yeah we and probably haven't mentioned that in like 10 episodes oops <laughs> oopsie <laughs> oopsie uh but yeah we have that and we have mentioned that if our youtube channel which is the original place this podcast was posted if that reaches 100 subscribers we'll do a 24-hour stream and i have been yes. compiling a cool list of horror games for us to play uh because we will awesome. be doing that in shifts uh given the fact that we do have we are students uh we do have zoom yeah. classes that we, <laughs> we have to have, go to uh classes and we do have um yep general Just general responsibilities <laughs> yeah we have a lot to do in our lives but um, we will do a 24 we do want to make that stream happen and uh getting to 100 subscribers would be fantastic so if we can get that done uh yeah let's do it yeah and if you want to just subscribe to the youtube and then listen to our podcasts on spotify and itunes where they're also available uh hell yeah do that too absolutely yeah, our podcast Any is actually available uh anywhere podcasts are uh sold mm, not consumed because they're free they're, they're free. free they're free um consumed yeah that's a good idea consumed anywhere podcasts just like the are consumed. consuming oh. <laughs> yeah all right well on that note um We'll, we'll see y'all in the, the woods. woods.